and a very good Wednesday evening. Uh, it's the Duano podcast episode nine, the NRRL podcast number two. And we had a bit of a fortnight's recess because of uh, the COVID. And, um, but football is back and it came back in a big way. So COVID's not taking our football at this stage. Um, but of course, you know, they've been, as you probably would have seen in the news today, um, there's a bit of action happening in Queensland, but that will let the mainstream media cover that one where we're here to talk NRRL action this past week that just came. And oh, it was probably one of the best opening weekends in NRRL history. A lot of close games, a lot of close contests. Lot, um, not really one stand, like one team stood out completely, although Byron um, put on a bit of an effort uh, against the Kudjan Hornets. But of course, I'm back here with the other lads here. We've got Nathan Cross, Michael Shaw, and of course, great effort on debut, Nikki Coleman. Um, so I'm still washing off the um, the um, the Blamble tweet shy mud off my feet after three days, Mickey. It was it's it's actually quite been quite good for the feet. <laughs> yeah, boys, how are you? It's good to be here. It was um, it was actually pretty muddy, wasn't it? Um, at Blamble, we were there about eight thirty nine in the morning, and I'm looking at the water going. No one mentioned the word, but it could be postponed another week because of this weather. But thankfully, we just um, kept going. And, and when the sun came out, it looked like across the whole board, the, the weather ended up being nice and sunny. But yeah, definitely muddy, definitely um, slippery conditions. And there was a few drop balls over the weekend, no doubt. I think that was... Uh, Mickey, I was about to say, that's the only time I've held a baited breath at the beginning of this year, which wasn't COVID-related, when it comes mm-hmm. Sunday morning, because it was like... I was, started my morning up on the Gold Coast and it was bucketing down and I sure he was worried that he wasn't going to go watch um, Todd Carney do the business and buy and even though I, we made mention in the last podcast where uh, that would soak up um, a, a tsunami a broken broken head <laughs> that that surface so um, but um, ha, ha, so how, how did you find it um, on Sunday Shory? Mate there was a lot of worry we're just worried because we've we've been delayed before it's happened. We've been waiting so long for this. And then it's piecing down torrential rain and everyone's freaking. I'm getting group messages going on. Are we going to be called off? Is it still on? I heard some whispers from some of the Red Devils that maybe, no, nah, call it if it's too wet. It was hammering down. We were running the markets up there and people saying it's going to be 100 mil dropping mm-hmm. on us. I'm like, come on, please, let's just do it. The sky's parted way. The sun shone down on that field. It dried up and we got a sensational uh, weekend of rugby league. Really good. And Crossy, you, you didn't really have any investment interest. So you, you, you're you probably wishing it was still raining. You would have had the feet up watching Markov Media, the Blamble Balan again. You're thinking, come on, just let it down a few beers. Good times. I was flicking, boys, between uh, the Balan and the Blamble and the, the Titans Penrith game. And I was watching a bit of footy all in one. But um, interesting to watch uh, yeah, the Balan and the Blamble game and then watch the Byron Kudjan game back and, and the Brothers and Casino game. There's. Um, yeah, Byron looked pretty good, Shory, as far as the um, the surface went. Pretty wet over Casino and and obviously at Nev and, and Mickey, as you boys have mentioned, at Belamble, she was pretty wet there. So some pretty good footy, which no doubt we'll talk about um, over the next sort of 40 minutes or so, considering the conditions and the fact that being round one, everyone's a bit rusty. So all in all, I thought there was some pretty good footy. So let's start off um, with that live stream game, Belamble versus Ballina. Of course, with uh, Ballina taking taking it 36 to 24 and it started off with um as mickey and i said in the call it could have been just balanced picking up where where they left off they were 16 points up with um the first 10 minutes and they just thought well 
you know, that'll do. But then it just sort of shifted a little bit. And Belamble found some extra grit and they got it to a within 16, 14 at half time. So Oliver Regan, Dwayne Anderson scored a triple. They scored a hat trick. Jess Perry, Michael Dwayne scored on that lot one towards the end. But Ballina and Belamble, you had Luke Jagger, Jamie Wolf, Brenton Holton. Mitch Spackman scored a pretty decent try too. And Jacob Hine for me, who I think was the best player of the day. And um, that, yeah, Mickey, as you said, as we said in the call, Belamble showed some real heart, probably showed the most heart in the whole, uh, I haven't seen a couple of the other games, but they probably showed the most heart out of the team that just couldn't quite get it done. But, you know, against defending Premiers, it's not really anything to be disgrudged about. No, I was joking, um, joking to him after the game and during the week. Have you seen the, the longest yard where the, the prisoners play the guards? Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler and that the prisoners come out and all they want to do is just bash and crash and get right into it and they're having fun and they're hot but they look up the scoreboard and like guys you're losing you're getting flogged <laughs> that's kind of like the game started out like but Lambert was so pumped they're the defending perineers first time in the comp they were coming out they were putting on shots they were firing but after 10 minutes they were down 16 nil. so once they kind of settled down relaxed got back into the game plan and got some good field position um, they, they seemed to, to score some points as well so it was a bit of a, it was a topsy-turvy game, 16-0, then to 16-14. Um, then Ballina went out again to about 30-14, then it was 30-24. And like you said, that last try, last try at the very end, um, sealed it for, for Ballina. And um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a terrible effort considering the conditions. A lot of drop ball. Um, I think from both sides, they'll be pretty disappointed with how much um, mistakes they made. But from what I noticed of Ballina, they just... They're just so clinical. You know, they were just working mm. for repeat sets and they were just um, doing their exit sets well. And um, it, it, was, it was never a panic. It was never, a, even when it was close, there was never a panic. And they, they led from, you know, starting siren to, to finishing hoot up. Uh, Crossy, you watched the game too. Um, what did you make mm. of that when you saw, you think, well, here we go again, Ballina just, it's going to be Ballina versus the rest um, for the next 10 weeks. But then um, Belamble, they just... And I've seen them play it, and I've, I've done that one game, as I mentioned, end of last year. It's just they've just found that extra grit, and they, they know how to, to make it a contest. They, they, I don't think – I can't re- recall the last time they went out, and Mickey probably could answer this better. I can't recall the one time where they played out there, where they on, – on, out the valley where they absolutely got hammered. They always make a contest of it. How did you take it? Mm. Absolutely, Nev. I think you hit the nail on the head with um... – with the word grit, that, that's what they are. And I think we said last or two weeks ago, that, that's going to be a tough road trip to Belamble. You know, good luck to the team sort of, sort of going there. But watching it early, I mean, Ballina jumped out to, what was it, 14 or 16 nil yeah. early, wasn't it? And it, I think I was actually texting Shorey back and forth when he was at the Byron game. And I said, mate, they're putting on a clinic early, the Seagulls. <laughs> and it looked like, um, mate, it looked like Oliver Regan and, and Anthony Coleman just had been playing all the way through summer and all through COVID. Like they just, yeah. They look sharp. You know, Luke Douglas is doing his trademark little wedge plays out the back, yeah. out to a bit of shape. And it just, I thought this could be anything. And then lo and behold, you know, Blamble got a bit of ball and, and Mickey's right. They just sort of front loaded all their energy early. And um, that was a good analogy he gave because <laughs> then they sort of did look at the scoreboard and they go, oh, geez, we better kick into gear here. And, and they did. And um, yeah, well, well done to them. I think um, Ballin will be glad that they, they got that win at Blamble mm, because yeah. I, I think... Other teams may not go there and get that win. Shari, you watched the game for the first time last night. Um, what were your thoughts? I watched the first half of you guys waffling away up there at Palambo. You sounded great. I know there were some external pressures. It's uh, first time in a new spot. New camera, hey, new mics. 
yep. I think you know what's going to come. Just put your sunglasses on. So um, you'll see <laughs> what you mean in a sec. So, um, but yeah, keep, keep, keep. But a big takeaway from the first round is like we all thought it when the NRL was coming back after such an uh, extended break. Like, oh, everyone's going to come out. They're going to have a lot of ring rust. It's going to be a bit sloppy football. Remember the start of this NRL season was just cracking football. Mm. I think that's what we've seen again here on this. The start of this <clears throat> gives everyone a bit of a rest. Everyone's had a forced holiday. They've maybe gone and have been away from that football a little bit longer. They enjoy it. And now people really want to come back and play and put their effort into it. So I reckon it's just, um, it was a really good first round. I really liked what I saw in Byron. I haven't done too much homework. I've been <laughs> busy. So oh, I didn't catch any other games, but I look forward to catching on to And I think it, um, it bodes well for a great season ahead. And yeah, yeah Dwayne, next time you take your uh, shoes off and put those feet out, give yep, us a warning. There it is, right there, Shory. Uh, Can you see uh, that there? So that was my. Oh, I came oh. in with I came in with my pair of nice hundred and seventy dollars shoes I bought from Melbourne, and oh, the, Melbourne shoes. The, the, the water and Ooh, with the, with the water up to no no kidding up to my ankles. I'm thinking, oh, I knew that was a reason I bought my pair of um pair of thirty dollars City Life thongs. I'm like. But anyway, I was there. I was still scrubbing the feet by the end of it when I got back home on the Sunday night. But anyway, just to, to finalise on that, I believe that, um, yeah, Belamble, they're just, um, they've really thrown a spanner in the works on where Ballina sit, like in the terms of the competition. People are thinking, oh, well, and we all said it a fortnight ago that Ballina could run away with it. I'm, I'm not so sure now, um, I, knowing that. Just quickly there, um, Dwayne, I, I think in the text of it all, that the, the pouring rain helped Belamble more than it yeah, helped um, Ballina in the yeah. muddy day down in the valley. Um, it was one of those games where anything could happen. So definitely some good things to take away from the, um, the Belamble game for the Belamble side. Yeah. But yeah, at the, it's, it's pretty obvious that Ballina will have a, a pretty good say. And they had, um, uh, is it Alex Bishop? Is the little 5A. Yeah, from the Intra Super Cup, yeah. From, yeah, the Q Cup, like big Sammy Saluma. Just, they, I think they probably played him front row. Like he, he just... Mm. They had a pretty good team, um, and then you could tell they were, they they just played for each other too. They're they a good team, and they'll, they'll yeah. be the team to beat. But yeah, hopefully, like with the results across the board, it'll be a lot. Uh, it'll be anyone's yeah. game come finals time. So and in a ten week season, it's basically well, you know, you haven't got much time, and and I'm and I'll say that about what more so coming into this next game we're about to talk about um, in terms of um, Kudjan, um where and. You know they're playing this this Sunday against Northern United, but um, they I did some research on Kudjan as of late, and it's like they had a really slow start last year. I think they won one of their first six games, and then it was um, they had the back end where they got eventually in the fourth and Pip Byron off out of the top five. Um, just for example, like that, they can't afford a slow start like that now with a ten round competition. No, you're you're right, and I think. Everyone needs to jump out of the blocks, don't they? And, you know, we're going to talk about all the games, but the, there was a heap of errors. That Kudjan Byron game, that, oh, what's that today? Um, that second half, there was a thousand errors. It was, it was painful to watch at times. It was, um, but there was some good footy at times, but yeah, in, all in all, it was pretty sloppy. But yeah, Nev, if you want to jump on and sort of talk about Kudjan now, um, they were, they were a bit underwhelming, I thought. Uh, mm. I thought they looked a bit uh, like all teams, you know, the bit, Bit flat. Um, they let themselves down with errors all the time. Look, Sammy Grant, their halfback, played pretty well. But yeah. um, you know, we spoke about Zebel a couple of weeks ago. He'll he'll be better for the run. He looked um, like someone who hadn't played for a while. As 
and that most haven't. But um, yeah, I think um, they'll, as you say, Nev, to, to answer it in a long roundabout way, they'll have to get back on track this week because they're going to run out of weeks. That's right. And um, so let's um, iterate with that. So um, Byron versus Kudjan, that was at Red Devil Park. Byron getting the win 30 to 16. Uh, Byron had a slim halftime lead at 16 to 12. And amongst the try scorers for Byron, you had Tom Parrott, who's back, back with the club after. Um, some time away. Um, won a, the two, uh, you won a premiership under your watch there, Crossy? Tommy Merritt, mate, yep. one of my favourites. Yep. Yeah, and then Andrew Batiste also slotting, slotting the goals as he does best. And then um, uh, you had James Newstead and then Abeli Anatuneza. Anatuneza. I hope I got one of those two right. Apologies if I haven't. So. And then and then for Kujin, you had Nick Andreas, my... Miles Donnelly and Kobe Mills amongst the try scorers. And another addition that the Coogeon Hornets had, which, as well as um, Caleb Zeebel, they, uh, they had Benjamin O'Gorman come back into the, into the team and he's slot a couple of goals for the Coogeon Hornets. The pitch actually held up nicely. I watched that game on Monday night, yeah. Shory. And like, so you had nothing to worry about, mate. No, we didn't. It was just a mental thing because you just, you know, it's been this bloody long and you worried. You don't want any hiccups, but yes. And yeah, we had a bit of chatter about how easy some of these comps get called off due to a bit of rain these days. But yes, pitch looked fantastic. And yeah, Crossy, in that second half with all those penalties, watching the game, like you didn't get worried if could, like if you're a Byron supporter and couldn't look like scoring that, like, eh, don't worry, they'll drop it. And, and probably yeah. the other way around. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, don't worry, they'll come up with another mistake here. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's, that's sort of what happened, Shorey, didn't it? Like, as I said, yeah. I watched it today. It was a bludger, that second half. There was just error upon error. And, um, yeah, it was more or less who could hold the footy was going to win the game, as you say. I was listening to the commentary on the on the big boys on the NRL the other day. And one of the commentators there said, when it's pelting down with rain, the ball has more grip than just when it's a bit dewy or a bit um, mm. damp. So maybe mm. that was, had something to do with it and a bit of ring rust. And Mickey, anything you want to add about that one? The Byron Kudjan? No, I, I spoke to a couple of the um, the Kudjan players during the week and they just they, they were just a bit off themselves. Yeah, they said it wasn't the best game. Um, you know, first game of the season, uh, like Crossy said, They'll get better. They'll get better as they keep yeah. going. Ben O'Gorman coming back into the team. Yeah. Um, he'll, be, he'll be huge for him, I think. He, he really yeah. um, bit of an underrated player. He's still fairly young. So, I mean, it's, they keep playing together. I don't think they've got too much to worry about. But, it, yeah, it's one of those comps where if you don't get it together sooner rather than later, um, yeah. you'll, you'll end up missing out on the top four now since the, um, mm. the delay. Right. So. Yeah. And um, my take on the game was, um, I believe – well. As I mentioned, Tom Merritt, he's an absolute moderator. Um, had a hand, well, he's, I think he did score Byron's first try. And then you look at um, Kudjan had through Jake Sands. They had a dis in the first quarter. They had one disallowed. That might have broken their spirits a bit. There's a lot of young boys coming up. And when I saw the, the team list that they had, there's a lot of young under-18s that are coming up. And then the next batch of um, juniors who are, who are doing some amazing things at rep level, um, like Thomas. Uh, so, so what is it? Weaver, um, is it? Sorry? Tom. Thomas Weaver, is it? Thomas Weaver, yeah, yep. And um, that's, that's the one. I almost said Vickery then. Um, and Jalen DeGroote and a few of those boys are coming up from, from the 16th to the 18s. And so, that, so this Kudjan circle is starting to evolve. So give it time. And I, I've given probably mm. in the next couple of years, I had, even though I had him second this year, I'm still holding it. I just feel there's a, a lot of these younger boys coming up playing at A grade now, getting their first start. Like the, 
the thing is, there's a lot of there was a few of these lads from Kudjan that were playing on Sunday, that were playing in that were in primary school. Um, while some of these boys like Dylan Montgomery and Andrew Batiste were winning premierships at Ballina. So mm. so that and then then they got the aura playing against say like Todd Carney and Tom Merritt and a few other boys. Um, so maybe a little bit of stage fright for some of them, which could probably explain a bit. But as time goes on, that that will sort itself out. Hey, Nev, the, the halfback for the Bay on the weekend, I thought he played well. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know who he is, but he, he looks sharp. He's got a good try early in the piece, and he, he, he set up the next try. Um, so I think that's pass. Michael Brown, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, he scored two Carney's, tries. Carney's recruited him from – he's down from Wollongong Way. And he's okay, a, and he's and Carney's got high hopes of him. He's brought him up and brought him under his wing, and and yeah, he's excited for him. That this half combination, he's been doing well, a lot of recruiting. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, sure. That's um, mate, I, I didn't know of him, but he looked the goods. He probably um, yeah, Carney sort of played well, but I thought I thought he Brown. Did you say yeah, Michael Brown? Um, um he, yeah, he Michael played Brown, well. Yeah, yeah, mm. and and so yeah, and Gong boy, look him up, and then. Yep. And so, and one of the the other new players, Abella and a Tuneza. Um, oh yeah, yeah, sixty meter. He scored. You would have seen it. Sure, he ran sixty meters. Oh, yes. And I it, ran alongside him. He's, he's bigger than most second rowers. He just stormed <laughs> up the middle, and he's just like the Kudjan players like didn't want a bar of it. And and he scored a, a freakish cross bit off a cross field kick in the third quarter. Mm. And it's just like. I think Byron have finally found their groove. Um, and but I yeah, mean so they're that, gonna keep that it was up. A, yeah, there was another recruit and they're really trying to work with uh, him and there's another fella from Fijian fella and, and, you know, try to get them into the culture of the club and look after them and work with them. Yeah. And mate, you should have seen all of the, all the, so I've got, I got a quick little interview with him after the match. All the young fellas on the side, like all the juniors were just applauding and they just loved to watch him play. And they mm. went out there, all the juniors out there after the game, they're going and getting photos taken with him. They're not doing that with any other player. And they were just loving him. They're and everyone all in my group chat with the other boys, all like the buddy human wrecking ball. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> Crowd favorite. Yeah. So yeah, that's unreal. Mm. All right. Um, and I tell you what, lads, um, if you're when you look at the sake of um, the Casino Maris Brothers game, um, you don't need to go jump on huddle for 80 minutes to realise this was one that Casino really threw away and they threw it away in a big way. Um, and it's, I think for me, it's kind of... Because it's their, this is their first game since that prelim final, I think it was just um, an on-call based on the back of that, unfortunately. Like, if you, if you have access to huddle and see it, it's like Casino had numerous chances to win that game at 10 nil Maris didn't score their first try until the the you know the latter part of the third um the third quarter and then they Maris got the two tries in the last five ten minutes of the game to win it but casino mm. they just had copious amounts of chances to put it away and they and I, I to their credit I feel they just they started the game with some absolute warmth. They just had some fire. They had so much pep in the forwards. So they were just throwing everything at the Morris brothers. And um, even Paul Mitchell Krauss, which he's probably used to on a regular basis, he got love tapped by Hayden Pratt on um, a couple occasions. Um, it's just, but then I just think it's, um, for me, uh, it, it's, 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 
it's it's a bit hypothetical to say that you know if they had Roy Bell and Trevor Bolt, which of course now moved on to Northern United, that would be a re, like they would like let's put let's put hypotheticals aside, Crossy. If um if those boys were playing, Casino would have put thirty on on Maris Brothers on Sunday. Yeah, mate, totally. It's um I'm still trying to work out how Maris Brothers won that game, and and you're right, Nev. I think. Casino was so intent on trying not to lose in that yeah. second half rather than trying to win it. Um, and that's really what sort of come back to bite them. But, um, mate, I, I watched that game and far out. Um, sorry, boys. Um, mate, their defence in that, in that second quarter in particular, Casino was outstanding. Their line defence, mm. mate, unbelievable. I thought um, uh, their hooker, uh, Jack Taylor, uh, he played great. I think there was... Um, he, he ran 40 or 50 metres to put someone into touch, I think, for the brother's winger. Remember that, Ned? Yeah, yeah. I, I said, yeah. It like, you could just see in the last, um, the latter part of that game, you just, it's a look, it's like it's sort of, it was coming. Like, Mara's mm. brothers were just coming off their 10 metre line where Casino just threw everything at them and unfortunately unable to get points. And then Mara's brothers would just come 70, 80 metres on their, on their own accord. And, I mean, they, they came close a couple of times in the third third quarter, but it's just, um, you just felt it was coming. It's just like, you felt like Casino just had the amount of chances. And it wasn't like, they got, they got uh, you can't really say it was a penalty count either. I thought the penalties were probably about even. But mm. then it's just, you know, it, it just felt like, and the way that, um, I think, was it Lachlan Kennedy scored towards the end? It was just... yeah. I, I mean, being a Broncos supporter, I'm I'm used to seeing, it, like I'm used to having that that feel about you 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 do so well for 50, 60 minutes in a game, and then the other team, you know, which have no rights to win. There's been a few games like mm. that, um, come and steal it. Like the War- Broncos Warriors game a few weeks ago was one example, and um, and I and I just think it's um, it's just a lot of these younger players from Casino that I just feel that. Like I'll give you an example. Um, one of the Tyrell Roberts. He, he was pl- he was playing um, under 16s Andrew Johns Cup a couple of years ago, and now he's playing A grade. And it's mm. and for me, I just feel like these boys are still only used to playing the modified rules from the under 18s, like the 30 minute halves, the 35 minute halves, and um, against a lot of these boys have been playing 40 minute halves for like for um, the past four or five years, and I just feel. Like, put it in simple terms, I think they just got gassed. Mm. Well, I think um, Mickey might have mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the um, bit of that um, on the chat uh, about you know those road trips to casino are pretty tough. But yeah. for the the Lisbors of the world, only being sort of twenty minutes away, it's not like you're coming from mm. Balamble. But I tell you what, and I said it about Balamble, but any trip to casino this year, they're going to be two points. It's pretty hard to get because. Yeah. Um, their defence was excellent. I thought Noah King, he tried hard. We, we spoke about Noah King last year. He, yeah. he actually put a beautiful sort of 25, 30 metre kick, got a repeat set for his team. And then um, I think that's when Torrens might have scored their yeah. first try. I think McGrady threw a nice cutout pass for, the, for that try. So they do still have a little bit of flair, but, um, but you're right now. It just felt like it was going to happen at the back end. We, we didn't obviously call that game. So now, yeah. watching the game back, knowing the score... I yeah. kept thinking to myself, when are these two tries coming? It's it's ten six or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, and I'm waiting for these tries. It's got yeah. on on our on our huddle. It's showing eighty five minutes, and at the eighty first minute, 
it's still down by four or six. I'm thinking, yeah. when are these tries? And then Lachlan Kennedy got over to put them back on equal terms. And then Paul O'Neill just carved yeah. them up the middle. And who should loom up in support was the king, Mitchell Krause. <laughs> and he went over untouched and yeah, let them know. Because as you said earlier, mate, Dane Pratt certainly let him know early that he Hayden was... Hayden Pratt, yeah. Hayden, Hayden Pratt, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Hayden Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, well done to brothers. Not their best outing. They were pretty poor. A lot of errors and a lot of wrong options early, but two points, good way to start the year. And, and just looking at the pitch, it was a very muddy pitch. It was, so that's obviously going to slow the players down too when you're trying to lift your legs up off like, you know, three, four inches thick of mud on your ankles. And I knew that like, being in a little makeshift commentary box at Belamble the other day with Mickey. Um, but I think Josh Beach also flexed some serious muscle and defense early as well. And um, you've got to also look at the likes of um, uh, who else? As you said, Mitchell Krause, uh, the Kennedy mm. boys. And, and I just think you're right, Crossy. I think once, you know, like Lismore's only 20 minutes away from Casino, but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of those tweed teams going to be playing there. They're going to be in for a bit more of a contest. Um, so, Mickey, did you catch any of the game at all? Um, no, I only, only saw the results. Um, but as it would happen, it was the only game of the week that I tipped right, I think. One out of four, mate. I was trying to be cheeky and tip all the upsets. It sounds like I shouldn't even got that one right either. So <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I've got, a, I got a, um, a mate who works down in Lismore and, and he's whether, whether he just talked him up. And that's why I was like, oh, yeah, Lismore would be big for, in for a big year. Hmm. Um, I think they did get a couple of players come across, maybe from the Q Cup system. But yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they they progress throughout the season as well. And um, yeah, same with Casino because that was it's definitely one they they could have won, and they'll be mm. kicking themselves for not taking the two points. So, sorry. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I didn't catch it, but I do remember in our last podcast how much um, Crossy was talking up strong Marist with their old boys and they're all going to rebuilding looking really strong and for a good season and then when a team like Casino loses Roy Bell and um, yeah. the other players that you said if you don't really replace them with some real guns then uh, going up against a strong formidable club like Marist was always going to be a tough challenge and it looks like they just lost out at the end and that's and that's what I and I saw when I was watching it late last night it was um it was just they missed I mean like we can we could play hypotheticals um till the cows come home, um uh, but you got like Roy Bell no Roy Bell no Trevor Bolt um they got a couple of new boys from Kyogle um, when Kyogle not competing this Ooh. year and um and I just think oh, so that, these younger that, boys, that's good to know we were talking about where are some of those Kyogle yeah, boys and I'll go from, uh, yeah, going? yeah. Go, uh, and actually Byron picked up Sam Savile so uh, who played yep. Kyogle mm. last year but um that was just for one season last year but um. And I just think Maris brothers, they, they knew that the, the casino defense, it was just, if you watch it, if you watch it from the very start, I just think casino, the boys just went in hard. I think they went in a bit too hard. And then when you watch the third and fourth quarter, Maris saw it and they were just making the easiest yards. And as you said, Crossy, Paul O'Neill just exposed it. Mm. And then it was just um, try your best. I'll probably, they didn't, they probably could have scored more tries if it wasn't wet weather football because I'll try a lot of dry weather football and wet weather. Like it wasn't wet, but at that time, mm. but you know, the ball. But for me, I just feel that um, give it time for Wiz Casino. I think they'll come good. I just feel that um, maybe this year 
Um, I just think it's a, as being a Bronco supporter, I hear it's a, probably a, a couple of years um, in the pipeline, and then we'll see him. I think maybe Kuchin, you can almost throw on the same boat now, what we're seeing um, with their squads. But um, so give well, it did time. They, did they at least get rain down in Casino? Uh, I think they did. It looked like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, a win really for the farmers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so moving along. Um, so um, as you may mention, um, Northern United, they picked up, um, speaking of Casino, so that's where most of their players went. So they picked up Denzel Dangerfield, Trevor Bolt, and uh, Theo Hippi. And Ooh, of course, Roy Bell. Yeah, Justin Shillingsworth Ooh. left to go. He's playing with Byron now, which was one that I saw on the weekend. And um, um, but with that being said, they took on a, a vastly uh, somewhat new, somewhat old Mullumbimby team, and just couldn't quite get it done at home against the Giants. Uh, Sixteen to twelve, uh, the Mullumbimby Giants getting it done. And um, not going to mention names, but uh, apparently um, I was talking to someone based in Mullum, and he was saying that um, he had twenty. He said about there's about twenty odd on making Mullen. Oh, I'm just I'm trying to remember what he said. <laughs> but Mullen favoured to win. Coming second. Coming second. What? Which bloody wow. bookies out the back of Mullen are taking bets on this? <laughs> Probably out at Wilson's Creek where they had that legal doof from a few few days ago. Oh, a few Maybe Ballin is just automatically first all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you watch that game, Shory? That Mullen game. I, I was meant to. I was meant to this afternoon, but I missed it. I'm, I, I, I haven't known. I know. Yeah. So amongst the try scorers, that's my homework. Amongst the try scorers, Fred Pitt for Northern United, uh, Denzel Danchfield, He's no stranger to the try line, and um, as well as for Mullum. So Brett Kellyworth again. Um, he's had a big year, even though we haven't had much football. He was playing under twenty three for Northern United. Um, Trey, Dan Peters, and uh, who else? Jed Edwards. And they just got it done 16 points to 12. Uh, I think ah, I so Jed, Jed Edwards played for Mullen Bimby? Yeah, that's what I got here. He's, he was the lock. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, the hooker. Sorry. He was a hooker. So yeah. Jed Edwards, so just so you boys know, he's, he was in the Titans NRL like fringe squad at the start of yeah. the year and just wanted oh, no. to go back and play a bit of local footy. So, boys, he, he can play. He's a very crafty. Hooker went to Palm Beach, Crum and High. Um, yeah. Great young fella, Jed. So that's great for Mullen that he's playing there. I'm, I'm wrapped to hear that. So um, I didn't know who'd turn out for Mullen. I, I thought they might win. I think I Nav, you and I backed them, I think. Yeah. Um, but um, that's a good win over there. And yeah, looking forward to watching them play. Mm. And I, yeah, I just want to. sounds like sorry. a really big win. Going, all those quality players that you said have rocked up to Northern and then for Mullen to go out and craft out a win. We haven't watched that. But having a good hooker like like uh, mm. Calibre that Crossy's just mentioned to steer around the park, Cam Smith style, watch out for Mullum. <laughs> 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 okay, so as we now move along, so um, the other game, the fight, the other game that was played, the Tweed Coast Raiders against the Moolumbar Mustangs, and um, the Tweed Coast Raiders getting it done eighteen to fourteen at Cabba, and amongst the try scorers there were. Tarn Robertson. I hope I got that right. Is it Tarn or Tarn? Tarn, Tarn, Tarn. Tarn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and um, Ethan Barr uh, with the two. Oh, just trying to think. There's, oh, there was about five goals kicked. 
Yeah, no, it was such a bizarre game. because game of rugby, wasn't it? An 18-14 scoreline, you think maybe three tries apiece, but it was actually the first Mm. try was a penalty try to Mullum. Yeah. And they converted, so it was 8-0, then it was 6-4 to Cabar, then it was 8-all, then it was 10-8, then it was 10-10, then it was (laughs) 12-10. And then it was, it was, it was like, you couldn't, and the scoreboard wasn't working. As well, so you didn't. Have the You're like, Doing well, this the Kevin scoreboard hasn't been working for the last. <laughs> who knows how long? Get Kevin Ferrugia on here. He keeps telling me. He said we need to get a working scoreboard. But yeah, it was a, it was a very physical, definitely physical game, and there was a lot of penalties, goals kicked because there was there was heap of penalties, man. And they were just out to bash each other. Everyone was just so excited they hadn't played footy in so long. But the mm. over aggression it, it cost um, both teams got to play a sin bin. And also, yeah, so many penalties, so many penalty goals, and it was it was it was a it was a good game to watch. Um, that was one that I watched before we came on here. And um, Tweed Coast, just the usual suspects doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, Dan Ross, he played real good up front, and um, Dan Willoughby from Dummy Half, he got held up twice in the game, yeah. so that he, you know, scooting from Dummy Half, and and Don Murray, he got their man of the match, and he's just like an extra forward out there in the centres and. You mentioned Ethan Barr. He scored their first try, but he, yeah. he dislocated his shoulder. He broke oh, his no. collarbone or something like that. So he might be out for the season. And also, oh, mm. um, you might have heard Guy Lanson. He had a pretty nasty head clash very early oh, in the okay. game. Um, so they, they had him out for most of the game. And he, his temple or his, his skull, it's like um, deviated in. He, he was almost going to have to have surgery, but he, he's still in hospital oh. now. Wow. Um, I think he had surgery and he might have needed a plate, but he's he's um, he's in good spirits. I was talking to him during the week, but he, he's... He's out for the year, and there's talk he might that might have been his last um, rugby league game because the head oh, knock no. was that that bad. So we wish him and his um, his girlfriend Bridie and his little daughter Chilly well because he, he needs to be um, recovered asap. And if yeah. to even think that he won't play again, it, it's pretty um, pretty huge news. But we'll just take it as it comes. But yeah, big yeah, shout yeah. out to you. Yeah. All the best, guy. Um, and oh. um, but who yeah. is a sensational player to watch? I just watched him all yeah. last season. He was such an integral part of that team and. I don't, you know, this is country rugby league. He'll have a great career going out after this and he can go out on top and with his head held high. And I just want to quickly iterate though, that that's the second season in a row that both Lance and either one of the Lance brothers got season ending, a season ending injury at the start of the year. Drew was last year. And so it's just a shame for, for those, for those boys that they, you know, they would love to be playing with each other out in the field. And it's so on those, first time of asking at the start of this season and last that they both have a season ending injury so guy if you're watching um all the best mate and um and hopefully hopefully um you you heal up quickly i think we said um two weeks ago they were due for some luck injury luck this year the raiders so far out that's horrible um that's a big loss it's a shame i'm with you sure he's so good to watch so um yeah, thoughts. Oh, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot more to, as you know, Crossy, you can end your career and there's a lot more outside of footy. So, you know, it's not mm. be all and end off. Go and have a great life. Continue it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So what a first, um, first round and we've got another nine to go unless, um, COVID, um, <laughs> has something <laughs> a bit more to say, but we're one down nine to go boys. Um, and hope, um, and hopefully the weather week stays. Week. Yeah. So it's week by week. So, um, but, uh, you know, if, if this is anything to go by, it's going to be potentially one of the better seasons, which we thought would might not even happen. But And we've got some big action coming up over the, um, uh, this Sunday. So, of course, we've got the Byron Derby, Byron versus Mullum. So, 
again, boys, I'll ask for your tips each one. So um, we'll go for each game and then whatever and ask your tip and why and um, then we'll go from there. So you first, Crossy. Byron Mullen. The old derby, eh? Um, this could be a good one. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tip the bay, but they'll have to fix their goal line defence. I mean, Kujan didn't throw much footy at him on the weekend because they made so many errors and their, their goal line defence was paper thin. So I'm sure Carney will be looking to fix that this week. They leaked two or three just really soft tries. So I'll back the bay. Sure. Now, this is, you played for both clubs as a junior, so where's your heart lying on Sunday? I have... I haven't watched the Mullum game, so I can't uh, say anything with any value yet again. Um, so I'll tip Byron based on the only thing I've watched. <laughs> and and I like their form and it's their first game together. Yep. So I think they hopefully will iron out a lot of kinks during the week. I know that all they're focusing on just playing footy in their training sessions. So they would have learned a lot from the weekend and um, they'll be pumped. And especially, I think the win really mean a lot to them. But both teams off a win, it's going to be a cracking game and you'll be sure that I'll be there with bells on. Yeah. And Mickey, <laughs> Byron Mullen. Um, just, I'll tip Byron just because everyone else did and then that way I can't fall behind <laughs> any, any more. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, yeah, and just so, reiterate uh, that Mickey tipped one out of five of last week's difficult, which is impressive out, in itself. Okay, we'll make yeah. it one out of four because we all know that you're – you're not going to take, take your Blamble shirt for anybody, yeah. Mickey. No, you know, no, it's, one so it's technically one from four. <laughs> no, not technically. I'm on, one, I'm on one point. Yeah, one point. So, and we must iterate. Sure, you're on Freya to five. You've got Freya and me. Yep. Actually, you know what? I'll change it. I'll change to Mullen Bimby because then yeah, I could get, get ahead. All right. Exactly. You've got I'm to fight last. from behind. You know what? They could win. They won last year. They won last year. Bloody they can yeah, win. So, yeah. why, that was probably the reason why Byron didn't play finals is that yeah, he had a sixteen to nil lead, and you and I crossed the call on the Gold Coast that day. And then they we, love mm, Mullum love coming down to Byron. They've got they get they a big crowd down, and you know and they stick it up us. Yeah, and I must. <laughs> I just want to iterate too that, and just um, technically, the when I said that the it wasn't a play. It's not a player that said that um, Mullum's going to be in the top two. So there's no you know insider info or any of it. There's none of that. Hmm. Going on, it's just one of your mates, sure, um, or someone that you might know. So just, Ooh, yeah. just a little bar fly who hangs wow. out in the Wilson's Creek. So, um, so but otherwise, no. That's just if you iterate, that's you just just a diehard like you, sure. <laughs> oh, that's a cryptic crossword. I'll take some time <laughs> to unravel. Oh, mate, you know a few people, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, oh, and my. yeah, me and Crossy got four out of five. So, um, well, I actually yeah. didn't. T- well, let's put it this way. Well, the one I got wrong, I didn't know to beat Mullen, but um, yeah. and I'll be tipping against him this weekend. So, I'm <laughs> tipping Byron against Mullen. So, only because I just thought Byron's attack, I think, is finally gelled. And, um, but it's Crossy, right? If they don't defend, um, Mullen's going to probably make him, um, make him know it. But, with that being I said, think Byron's got a really big pack as well. They've they got a big back line too. Exactly, they're a bit big, so yeah. you want to put a lot of points on, and yeah, to avoid stopping those tries. Yeah, so um, so so forever for Byron and Mickey's got mum. So the other game, Tweed Coast Raiders at Cabo versus Casino. Um, you first, Mickey. Ah, uh, it's a tough one, man. Like I was saying, they lost Guy Lanston, they lost Ethan Barr. It's in the first game, so it's just. They, they've got the players, you know, no matter what 17 they're going to put on there, um, they're, going to, um, they're going to put on a performance. I'm, I'm actually going to tip 
Tweed Coast only because it's at Tweed Coast and Casino having to come up to Tweed Coast. It's probably the longest um, road trip of the season. I don't think uh, Balamble goes past Lismore. So that's probably the longest one of the year. And so only because it's at Tweed Coast, I'll tip Tweed Coast. Sorry. Sorry. My heart, my heart says Casino. My, uh, my head says um, Tweed. So who's it going to be then? My head, my head. I'm going to go with my head. The road trip coming. Oh, the loss. No, I'm going to go with my heart. Casino. Casino. <laughs> okay. Uh, Crossy. I'll back the Raiders, mate. Um, with no great confidence because I think Casino played really good last week. I just don't know where their points will come from. Um, to be able to keep in, in touch with the Raiders this week. Yeah, and I uh, 100% agree with you. I feel that um, Tweekos is known for their defence. That's what they're pride. That's what I won a title a couple of years ago. And I just think Casino, um, if they pull some magic out like they did, um, that because they um, like they did in that semi-final last year, then sure. But I just think that as the other factor too, they're at Cabba, longest road trip in the comp mm. at the moment. And I think... Um, yeah, Tweekos has still got that strong defence, even without the Lanson boy or well, Guy Lanson. And um, I just think they're just going to be gritty. They'll have the they'll have the um, the hillbillies there um, being their fourteenth man. And I just think Casino they'll defend well. I just feel that need to um, they just not don't need to put the foot on the floor for the for the first um, quarter, and they should be right. But I just think. Uh, tweet and a close one, and I just think also to revenge, they want revenge for going out um, in a very close one in that semi final last year. Mm. Okay, so moving along, the next game is uh, Kudjan and Northern United. Uh, I reckon that's gonna, uh, sorry, where are they playing? They're playing at Kudjan, Kudjan, yeah, yep. I'll take United coming off a loss. I'm going to go for the, the teams who lost because I reckon it's really close. I reckon teams that lost are going to be desperate for a win. I'm going United. And Mickey. It's, you know, I think, sure, you brought it up before about all these extra good players um, that Northern have. But if they don't get it together soon, you can put a whole star-studded roster. But if they never play together and they don't know how they're playing with each other, um, this isn't the season to kind of play around and, it has to happen sooner rather than later. So for both sides, it, it's going to be a, um, a, a must-win game for the rest of the, the season. Because we were talking, if you lose four games, you might not make it. So if you lose your first two, yeah, it's not a very good start. I, I'm only going to tip Kudjan once again, home ground advantage. Um, uh, they were a bit lacklustre last week and they should be back up to, to pump themselves up at home. So And Crosby. Yeah, this is an interesting game, won't it? Um, Kudjan will need to find something in attack, albeit it was, was wet last week, but they didn't look great with the ball at all. Whereas, as we all know, if Northern turn up and, and some passes stick, they can score points and score them quickly. I'm actually, I'm going to follow Shorey. I'm going to tip Northern United to win this one. And that'll be three of us because uh, one thing that I've noticed uh, with Northern United, and I said this in podcasts before and I said this in the last episode, They've got some of the best attack. And this is before they picked up Trevor Bolton, Roy Bell, and Denzel Dangerfield. And they've scored plenty of try for Casino last year. And um, they already had great attack before those boys came in. Uh, it was just their defense that was a worry. And I just think their defense, even though they didn't quite get it done, it, it's, they still conceded 16. It's, for me, it wasn't the, you know, the 20 or 30 points. that they like, Last year, they conceded 30 points per game um, when mm. I was 
looking into it, but I think it might hold up okay. And I think Kujan, um, who knows? I mean, they might, they might like first game at home, they um, post, um, you know, incident with the league's club, they might, might lift them a bit. But I think Northern United, like if, if Kujan are going to have to defend well, or Northern United could actually win by about 10, I think. Um, so I'll also take Northern United as well, knowing all that. Okay, and the next game, um, I'm just going to put Lamble down for you now, Mickey against Morlambar. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> we, we're, Lamble we're by have... 20. Okay, you're confident. <laughs> Probably after last week, you might be. But, but, but being thrown in the deep end first up, though, um, do you reckon that has its advantages or would you have liked them to wait towards the end of the year before you play like the two grand finalists? Well, I, that game that I watched against um, the, the Lamble Ballina game, like, it was it was very physical, and I'm watching the game going. This is mm. pretty tough. Like I don't know if it's because they're trying to prove a point both sides, but then I watched the the Cabarita Mawulabar game, and I'm like, mate, this is just as physical. Like, like maybe the whole comp are just pretty tough and bashing. It's four kind months of, of frustration, mate. It's four. It's four and months like, and plus yeah. a six month off off season. It's just mate, we we talk about it all the time, and I'm sure he's yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's just frustration, and I and I said to you last week in the call last week, Mickey, it's like you wouldn't, especially in Balanus case, you wouldn't know that they just had a four month extended lock, um, you know, recess from the yeah, off-season. exactly, hundred yeah, percent, yeah, off-season. yeah. The off season, yeah. And one of the reasons I want to watch the Mullumbar Cabba game is because Balamba were playing Mullumbar this week, and uh, for the Murbar team against Cabarita, um, Joe Bestgrove is is that his name? The um, yeah, the yeah. hooker, the yeah. hooker. Yeah, mate, he plays real good. Great service. And he, he's pretty tall. Like, he's tall and lanky. Like, for a hook, it looks big. So, he played really well. And, and Tom Vickery, Vickery, I think one of the centers mm-hmm. out there wide, he was real fast too. So, it's um, it, it'll be a good game out at Moolenbar, first home yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and they've got they've got some good players. Those, the two front rowers are massive as well uh, for Murbar. So, it'll be it'll be a good game. I can't I'll wait for you, it. But, yeah, Tim Balamble. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Joe Besgrove, he's absolutely imperative in that spine for... um for the Mustangs uh, and as we may mention, we ne- mentioned this numerous times last year in that grand final, like he, any other game, he probably, he was already ca- um, got injured, I think with a knee um, during the year um, of last year. But then when he had that, that shoulder and he was off of the first five minutes, he was brave of him to, because he, you know, to, to play up until, you know, the 20 minute mm-hmm. mark in that grand final. And then, and then he just couldn't handle the pain no more, which understandably, um, so, but when he's, when he's firing, Moulinbar, you know, they'll, they'll take out anyone in their day and they'll do it well. Um, Crossy, what are your thoughts, Moulinbar and Lamble? Yeah, tough one. I watched Balamble, as we said, at the top, but I haven't seen the Mustangs. Do we know, is, is their back one relatively much the same with, you know, Cusack well, Kate, and Adam well, Walker Hill, and these guys? Well, actually, I, I didn't mention, um, Liam Cusack scored a try, so he's continuing on that big, the top try scorer from last year. He's gone on... Starting his account back up, and Kate Hill, Macintosh at fullback still. Yeah, yeah, Toby Macintosh yeah. at fullback. Yeah, so they've still got a few of the heads. Um, uh, Caleb Howell's no longer there, no more. So um, he's he was he's a, a skipper. Yeah, he was a skipper. Yeah, so Jack Bishop's still there. Thomas Vickery, yeah. Adam Walker, Remy Venue. So they've still got a, pretty much a very similar, and they got Dion Banchetti from Kyogle. So that's another one. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, based on that, I'll tip. Uh, I'll tip the Mustangs at home, given but they're a first round loser as well. They'll be keen to get on the board. So, sorry, Mickey, Balamba so were very we. good, but but I think the Mustangs <laughs> might um, might have a bit too much in attack. Maybe it was a close one. 
Yeah, 32 sure. 28. There you go. 32 28. So you're picking scores now, Crossy. You sound yeah, confident. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's what I'm picking do, margins. Sure. <laughs> what do you, what, who do you like? I like everyone, but this game, I'm going to tip the Mustangs. <laughs> so we'll give you, so we'll uh, give you a participation, participation, participation prize. prize. Yeah. Um, Mustangs game. made it to the grand final last year. Coming off the loss, they're playing at home. And there's a bloke who runs a market store next to me who, for the last 18 months, has worn a Moolumbar Mustang shirt every single week of the year. <laughs> and so I'm going to back up for him. Okay. Well, you're a good man, Shory. But um, I, I think Moolumbar, but I think it's going to be close because uh, I, I saw glimpses of Belamble. They've got some serious heart um, amongst them. And I feel yeah, we could have a repeated... Let's put it this way. Belamble played the way that they did and Moolumbar played the way... Um, um, which I'm held against Tweed Coast, then I think Belamble could take the take the upset, even at Moreland Bar. It's only just down the road, so it's not you couldn't really consider too much of travel. But um, I think Moreland Bar, after having that, they did have a slow start last year too against Evans Head, mm. but then I I just think they'll click in the gear. Um, and um, with Liam Cusack and Co. I and Joe Besgrove as well, I just feel that. Uh, I feel there might be about six to eight points in it for the Mustangs, but they're going to have to play well. And because if Belamble played the way that they did against Ballina, um, they could, I would not be surprised if that um, one flips. Uh, and the final game, Maris Brothers against Ballina. Um, Crossy? Dude, that's the only match of the round, isn't it? Brothers Ballina um, at Kingsford Smith Park. On no, no, Crozier. Lismore. No, it's at Lismore. Yeah. Crozier. Um, yeah far out this will be an absolute cracker um i think it was a dry track i think brothers will actually play some some footy like they can they a lot of their passes on the weekend didn't stick they, they actually could have been well in that game and done it got it done sooner than what they did but you just can't tip against Ballander at the moment mm-hmm. they showed me enough on the weekend to um to tell me that they'll win so let's uh let's tip the seagulls uh mickey yeah, I'm going to tip Ballina. I think, Crosser, you mentioned about Luke Douglas running to the line and throwing those, um, you know, those wedge players and those block players. And, and off one of them, I think it was a dropout. He just, he got it and he steamed a thousand mile an hour and then just threw a perfect 20 meter cutout pass to like the centre who made that extra like yeah. six meters. And you just like, he's a good player. He's, he's real um, kind hearted dude. They all stuck around after the Prezzo and stuff mm. at, at um, Belamble. Everyone in the canteen behind the bar were writing, Belamble were writing Facebook comments saying, Ballina was so nice and um, you've you done your club well. So I, I think they're, they're going to be pretty professional and they're going to be tough to beat always. So, yeah, I'm going to tip Ballina. And Shory? I'll tip Ballina until they fail me. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, yet to do that. You really do need to do your homework, man. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, look, I'm going to say Ballina, um, but I feel they might have got away with it. Um, uh, well, I mean, look, they all power to them 16 points in the first 10 minutes. Um, but then they kind of put the cue in the rack and they probably underestimated Belamble from patches of the game. They cannot get away with that against Maris because Maris, because Belamble, it was the unknown stem. There was the unknown factor, you know, between the two teams. Ballina playing against a Gold Coast based club for, you know, for their, all their history and vice versa. Maris, no Ballina. Ballina, no Maris. They play like that. I think Maris have got a, um, a case of getting the potential upset. Where, but where I think are they that, playing? Maris Brothers. Can I change my tier? Yeah, you're cool. Just make it interesting. I'll make it interesting. I'll go Marist. Okay. Because there's there's yeah. an upset there for the taking. And there is. No, you're right, Shory. 
And I reckon mm. it, and I feel if Ballina try if Ballina were to do what they did against Balamble, I could I could yeah. go with that. But I'm gonna say Ballina. Uh I'm gonna say Ballina, um they're a they're a champion team for a reason. They haven't they've won every t- every year except a couple since two thousand thirteen for a reason. And um I feel they'll they'll pick up and they'll 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 do the job against Marist. Um so that's all the few interesting tips amongst that. A few um still a few you know consistent so i'm just trying to iterate if everyone's tipped the same no uh, no no everyone's I'm going, got at least one different yeah, yeah good, exactly make it interesting yeah you've made it interesting I'm, i'll so be winning I'll, I'll be winning by the end of this week <laughs> <laughs> you've even t- like sure you you you've got casino and mara so you're two different ones yep, in the here we go the one this one climb ahead of the ladder oh, mate, they call me sure thing shorey yeah sure thing shorey there we go <laughs> Uh, well that's it so so in other words um so when you're at the game you say you tip the other way that's how you because we're in a tipping comp together you and me so that's how he tips he'll go i'm winning he'll go he'll go to the the tab and bet one and then go in the tipping comp and bet another so that's sure thing shorey (laughs) (laughs) and how was the food at belamble Dwayne? oh i didn't i didn't eat any of the food there i just drank my six Mm -hmm. bottles of water they usually do but no it's pretty good eating we're still going to do that we're still going to do that podcast where we're going to uh, rate all the canteen foods and i think we'll all have to have a bit of a say amongst that um maybe some maybe for a post-season podcast or if COVID shut us down mm. after the next couple of weeks or whatever i reckon there's, I reckon there's big demand for that yeah. <laughs> well we'll do that but that's, that's an idea we'll have to that's we'll make that we'll, we'll have a, the season review and then we'll have the and then we'll have the the novelty topics along the way. But anyway, boys, um, my Zoom counter is counting. We've got a three and a half minutes I'm left. I'm going so, fishing. But final thoughts for final thoughts heading um, what we've just seen and what's to come. Um, all three. So you first, Crossy. No, I just think it was a great start to the. And I think uh, Mickey mentioned before the physicality of it. All the games I watched, there's some big guys running around. There's some physical. Uh, defence and uh, I just think the comp's looking as good as it probably has in a long time so I'm excited about local footy fantastic uh, sorry Shory love it great debut down at the football you're walking around the trainers are happy to be there the security at the gates happy to be there the players are happy to be there mm. bit of normality we love it let's play and Mickey yeah, I don't like that, unfortunately, some of the teams had to pull out for this season, but it does yeah. mean that there's more talent in less teams. So that's why the games were so close. Um, it was, there was no standout. It was, it was anyone's, anyone's game, anyone's week, and it could be anyone's comp. So, yeah, let's keep it going and, and fingers crossed, no more injuries. And just before, mm. we, just before we go, I'll just, um, even though we've only had one round, um, so Byron Bay actually on top of the ladder, Shory. There you go. So wow. on against, yeah, on two points on the four and against, so fourteen. <laughs> then followed by Ballina, Maris Brothers, Mullen, that's your four. But I mean that's early days. Tweet mm. Coast fifth. Then Woolenbar, Northern United Casino, Balamble, and Kudjun. Um yeah, but that's it's all irrelevant. Get, let's, there's no there's no blowouts either. No there's, blowouts. There's no. Trivial. So we're, we're gonna hopefully we get see a bit more of that this weekend. So mm. that's all the time we have got for Episode two of the well, the NRL podcast, episode nine of the Duano podcast, whatever you want to call it. We'll do this all again next Wednesday. So, Mickey, have a good weekend, brother. Shory, you too, uh, don't do anything I want to do. And I'll see you on Sunday, Crossy. You're in the box with me on Sunday. Can't wait, mate. Wherever they yep. send us, we'll Starting. find out Sunday morning. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <That's Hey. enough. laughs>
And so that is all for the NRRL podcast episode two. Enjoy the footy on Sunday and um, we'll see you next week. Bye now. Yes, oh. lads, I've got to go. I'm going fishing down the front. Get out of the shore. See you, Crossy. Nice chat. Bye. Mm. See you, mate. <laughs> see you, mate. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Good chat. Good chatting. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, um, all right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find. Actually, I've got some beers in the fridge. I'm gonna need a few beers after that one. I've got about three hours of editing I've got to do now. So, um, yeah. I've been up, I've been up, to, man. I've been because I do the day job and I'm bloody studying up until bloody, you know, one in the morning. This stuff. So just oh, it's raining. Oh, is that still recording, man? What's yeah, that? no, no, I've hit record, but this could cut out in about the next oh. thirty seconds. So, oh, yep. Yeah. All, All right, right, boys. All right, good chat. All right, yep. All right, peace out, man. Later. Catch up.